First and foremost, man, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who sent their love, thoughts, and prayers to myself and my family. For those who don't know, my father has passed away, and I would like to dedicate this episode to him. It's a tough time for me. However, my father lived a long life and is now in a better place. Rest peacefully, Harry. Love always. Shouts to Body Armor and the whole combo nation, man. This episode is a recording from the Mind Body Hoops podcast. Max from Mind Body Hoops invited me on his pod to talk podcasting, life overseas, mindset, and so much more. It was a great conversation, and this episode allows me to further share my story with you guys. Appreciate the continued support. It would mean the world to me if you rate, review, subscribe, write on your Apple Podcast app. You can follow Max on Instagram at MindBodyHoops. You know you can follow me on IG at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Let's get into it. for hopping on the podcast my man anytime man i appreciate i appreciate you yeah for sure so you've uh you've played hoops overseas for 10 years one two combo on instagram played hoops over uh overseas for 10 years um you played in a bunch of different countries man tell me about like one what that lifestyle was like and uh were you able to like enjoy the countries you kind of like played in like sweden sweden finland israel denmark am i right Denmark and Israel, and I played a few games before that in like Canada and Singapore, but it was mostly Israel and Denmark for sure. Oh, for sure. So what's like yeah. the, what's the lifestyle like of an international basketball player, my man? Uh, to be honest, it's a lot of idle time. It's a lot of idle time. Uh, you got one or two practices a day, um, and there's only one game a week. Mm. So you have a lot of time to pretty much do what you want and uh, figure out what you're gonna do on your free time, to be honest. But it is a great lifestyle. You just play basketball, you eat, um, and you have fun. It's definitely a good thing. Yeah, it's definitely just the basketball lifestyle for sure, I bet. For sure. Do you speak any other languages? Uh, uh, my Hebrew my Hebrew is suspect. Rabbi Drew speaks better Hebrew than me, you know, my, my, guy, <laughs> my guy the rabbi. The alter uh, ego. Yeah, and in Denmark, like in Israel, they speak a lot, they speak a lot of English and, um, in Denmark, they pretty much speak all English from what I see. Like, they don't really speak their language too much, at least when I was around, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah. super, I'm super, like, I love to travel and I want to travel as much as I can. So that, that side of it is what attracts me the most. Were you able to, like, enjoy the countries you kind of played out or were you, was it kind of all business? No, I definitely enjoyed these countries. I've seen great places like the Whale and Wall, the Dead Sea. I got to walk around Copenhagen. I visited London while I was in Denmark. So I definitely enjoyed myself. And I think that's important for any young basketball player overseas that you should take it as a learning experience and see a bunch of new things. It's not all basketball, you know, cause yeah. that, that ball will stop dribbling eventually and you'll look back at your experiences. That's definitely like an unreal experience. So the, the ball stop dribbling for you, I know for me, like transitioning out of playing competitive basketball and being like, like you said, basketball is kind of your life, like a lot of downtime, but you eat, sleep, basketball. How was that transition out of like really strict organized basketball for you? Because like for me, transitioning out of the sport wasn't the easiest thing and it, it came with that like that who am I transition so how was that for you was it easy did you burn out or was it kind of tough as well it's definitely hard once you stop playing and I kind of wanted to live in America so I could have continued to play I still get some offers to this day but I, I really like living here 
So I kind of chose to leave the game in a way. But on another sense, I really didn't leave the game because I still work on my game because I always loved working on my game. I still hoop for fun. And uh, the podcast really just took my focus right away. The podcast was something I thought about during my last year when I kind of just realized I wanted to live back in the States. And I wanted to – I kind of wanted to do play-by-play. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like a podcast was a thing I could start on my own. So I, I kind of went with that and uh, just spin ideas off that and do some different stuff with it, you know. Yeah, that's sweet. Well, that's nice that you stepped away by like by choice because that's important. For me, it was, uh, a, it was an injury and then that injury made me – I, it was choice by, as well. I could have definitely came back, but it was like after that injury, I was like, okay, do I really want to hop back into this and do this grind again? But so you decided to start a podcast your last year overseas. Were you? Have you always been kind of like interested in the in the play by play aspect of basketball? Have you always been like well spoken with your words? Kind of like why 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 podcast? Well, I always loved like watching ESPN and hearing for characters commentate on the game and just personalities. And I think as a basketball player, I really loved entertaining people, you know? I really loved, like, doing something on the court that would make people happy. And I felt like I wanted to do that with words. No, yeah, totally. I like that entertaining aspect. Your podcast is super... Yeah, you have a personality that's, like, really perfect for podcasts. I'm definitely envious of your ability to, like, own the mic, dude. You definitely have that blend of, like, a hip-hop MC style, entertaining style, but also giving, like, some really good talks and interviews and conversations you've so the combos court podcast for the people that don't know you're about 33 episodes deep and counting man like you're killing it you have a five-star rating bunch of reviews um and you're super consistent which is like the part to me that i i'm envious of and that i can only look at like as a mark of where i could go maybe how how difficult has it been if at all to stay consistent and continue to get these guests and just to keep the podcast going i know those first five episodes you're kind of burning off momentum and excitement how was it transitioning into okay now i'm actually doing this consistently yeah so when you love to do something i don't think it's that difficult in terms of getting guests uh you know it's hard to rely on other people in a way you always know like if you were doing it on your own you always know you got yourself and you're going to get it done in a way but on the other hand um it hasn't been hard for me to get guests like you know, you hear that cliche that you always get a lot of no's, which is true in a lot of, in, in a lot of ways in life. But with this, whenever I ask a guest, they pretty much say yes. And so everybody wants to share their story. So it's really not as difficult as you would think. Growing up through the years, I've been surrounded by a lot of great basketball people. So it's been pretty easy for me to get guests, to be honest. And everybody wants to share their story. So I think that'll help you out. And it definitely helped me out. That's a super encouraging to me, for me to hear. I know when I reached out to you, you were super down really quick, and it was just a super seamless process. So I, I hope you didn't set the bar too high. But it is. I think it, I think I think when you're asking somebody to share your story, it's a win-win for both people. You know. No, that's totally true. And I think this is the cool thing about podcasts for me is like it's such a cool new medium. It's definitely getting more popular, but it, the potential with it is kind of untapped. So people are really excited to be able to to kind of join this movement in audio and tell their story and like share their philosophies so much easier. Um, who's your ideal guest, my man? You've had a lot of you've had such an array of guests like with NBA players, NBA trainers, you know, personalities. So when you're going into a podcast, who's like your ideal like I would love to have this person come on. It was a, it's kind of like a feel, man. Like what's going, what's the climate like? How am I feeling at the time? Do I want to talk about hip hop? Do I want to talk about basketball? Do I want to talk a mixture of both? Um, It just depends on how I'm feeling. And sometimes I just get a vibe like, yo, this guy would be good for my podcast. And actually one of the guys on my podcast, 
I was like trying to reach out to get this specific person. And it's funny because how the world works, I just happened to bump into him at an event. Like I, I knew people that knew him and I was kind of trying to get him on the pod and I, I couldn't really get through to him. And then I just bumped into him at an event and I'm like, yo, you want to get on the pod? He's like, yeah, we made it happen. So it's kind of weird how things happen and it's just all been working out for me. Um, a lot of times people will hit me up like, yo, I can get this person on your podcast and if it makes sense, then I go with it too. So it's a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah, I like that. I like that. So for me, the starting the podcast process definitely got me out of my comfort zone, which I like. I like. I feel like you grow in that sense. How have you grown, if at all, since starting the podcast? Like, is this just who you are and you're just sharing your story? Or is this, have you grown since? You know, has it made you uncomfortable? Maybe talk about that. Yeah, definitely. You know, especially I've done a few episodes by myself and that was something different. Um, my first episode took the longest, man. Like the five keys to reaching your hoop dreams. I did that on my own. That was a little, it wasn't uncomfortable because I love talking basketball, but it was it was definitely not easy, you know? Um, once you do more and once you get feedback from other people and bounce ideas off your guests and people close to you and just people hit you with suggestions because they see you're doing something great. Um, I think that once you do more, you just get more ideas and things start to flow. and. And one thing you got to realize is you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. To get to the next level, you're going to have to do something different. And so did you did you have so you had that kind of uncomfortable feel in the beginning, but then you kind of felt that support from your audience and friends and stuff and you, you just kind of took off with it? Right. I don't think it was really uncomfortability. It was just not it wasn't it gets easier the more you do it. Like I could spit out episodes a lot at a lot faster pace than I used to be able to, you know. Like at first I started at once a month just because I wanted to make sure I had enough time to do anything. Then I went from to twice a month. Then I did twice in a bonus. Then I started doing three a month. I had a crazy idea. Like, I don't want to go weekly yet, so let me do the 5th, 15th, and 25th. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going every week, every Tuesday. So, yeah, man, I'm just getting more comfortable, and it's easier for me to move episodes and get them going. Yeah, I like that. And it's cool seeing you evolve. Like you said, it was before it was more of like a nugget. We're like, oh, shit, we got a combos we got a combos episode and now it's like, okay, now we can count on these and that consistency is what I'm trying to aim for, for sure. And why, and once you, once you say you're going to do something, you better do it or it's over for you. Like, like now I said, I'm going to do it every Tuesday. So in my mind, I'm not going to let that not happen. You know, I'm going to make sure it happens. I love that. Like, letting people know having people hold you accountable now for sure like when I recorded my first I didn't even publish it and now that I'm published I'm like okay now I gotta keep it up like now I'm in this so I definitely vibe with that it's funny it's funny it's funny because a good friend of mine he was actually on one of my episodes Randy Parker uh, DJ Esso so he I just sent him like my cartoon like like yeah I'm gonna do a podcast and he posted it without telling me oh my god I'm like oh man this is real now like I can't (laughs) Like I have to do this. Like this has to get done because he put it out in the universe, you know. Yeah. So he kind of he kind of helped it go subconsciously, which was great. How also, you... Mike also Mike Dunn was one of the first people to post it too. He was like the first person after me. So oh, man. shout out to him too. Yeah, shout out to him. I would love to have him on one day. So tell me you about. Get him on. He'll do it. He'll do it. Yeah. Cool. I'll speak for him. <laughs> That's my guy. I'll make sure he does it. <laughs> you, hear, you heard it here first, Mike. So tell me about like you said your friend posted it. You're kind of like everybody knew at that point. What was it like going about like your days and transitioning from like 
you were combo the basketball player and doing your other projects or whatever, and now your people are asking you like, "What's up with the podcast? What's up with the podcast? What's up? like how was that for you?" For me, yeah. it's, it's always odd for me to answer people when I first jump into a project and I'm like, "I'm not sure what this is yet, but I know I want to do this and I'm doing it." So how was that for you, kind of jumping in and becoming Combo's Court podcaster? You know what I mean? It's great for me partially because I know it's something. That I'll be if it's not podcast, it could be another platform of me talking about basketball. Um, I think it'll be podcast for a while, but who knows what it'll lead to. I think it's great because it's something that I could do for a long time. You're not gonna be able to play basketball at a high level forever. I'll be able to play. I might be that 60-year-old uh, in the corner, you know. That, <laughs> but podcasting is something you could do for a long time. So I kind of like that there's an excitement about it, and it's something I'll be able to do for a while. Yeah, for sure. And. Uh... How, how have you felt like your connection with your audience has grown since starting the podcast? Did you start your Instagram kind of as a way to, to promote the podcast or how'd that go? Because for me, it's just been super cool to connect with people, especially in the DMs, like behind closed doors, people just saying, yo, I heard your podcast or, yo, I saw this post and, and being able to touch people from all over the world. How's that been for you? Oh, hundred percent. That's the best part of it. Like just entertaining people and having their feedback it is awesome, man. And you get to connect with people you probably never meet or ever talk to. You know, that's probably the best part of it. For yeah, sure. totally. And going into the podcast, did you have a, um, sorry to talk about the podcast so much, but it's no, what, no, that's, that's, it, that's what we're doing. That's it's what, it's what fascinates about you, man, me about you. You're just like, you've been killing it on the podcast and I haven't seen that much in the basketball world. So it's like, I'd love to pick your brain. Um, going into the podcast, did you have like, I want to make this an entertainment entertainment basketball podcast or were you kind of just going in saying like I want to do a podcast talk about basketball I don't know what'll come of it yet and I'll find my way along the way exactly um I want to start out with what I know best so I wanted to talk about getting better at basketball but I definitely didn't want to stay with that I didn't want to make it like uh I didn't want it to be too instructional I kind of wanted it to be more entertaining which I definitely transitioned to recently so that's where it came I want to start with what I know and then I kind of branched out in what I wanted to do. Yeah, I feel that. And that's that's cool to hear because I like that whole idea with it, with whatever you're doing is to like just jump into it, start with what you know, and, and going into it knowing it might evolve into something else, which I think is super cool. Cool, man. So what's your goal with the podcast? Uh, what is there something you want to bring to the Hoops community? Or are you just trying to entertain the people? Kind of a weird question, but do you have a goal with this? Is it Do you have like a North Star you're shooting for? Not really, to reach them as many people as possible, and it, it, it'll create opportunities on its own, which it already has. Um, even Rabbi Drew is creating opportunities, which is kind of funny. But um, I need a shirt, dude. Just drew it? I like that. Yeah, yeah, man, we're out here. We're out here. Rabbi out, Drew, it came Rabbi out clean. Drew's right, yeah, Rabbi Drew could be anywhere right now. I haven't even talked to him in a little bit, but, <laughs> uh, but I appreciate that. I'm uh, actually wearing one right now, but... Um, so, Got to support my guy. But yeah, I just want to reach as many people as possible. And I, I really don't know where this will all take me. It's still the beginning phases, you know. I'm just building it. I'm just building it. And um, Gary Vee always talks about how you just give out as much content as you can for free. And that's the best way to build an audience. And that's basically the phase that I'm in right now. Not trying to really take anything from it. Just trying to give as much as I can and entertain people. Yeah, I feel that, man. That's where I'm at. I've been giving away content for free a lot. And I feel like now I've kind of hit this switch where... I'm starting to do so in a more authentic and more like scalable way. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And I'm in the same boat, man. You just got to do it without attachment to like exactly what it'll turn into, but just got to right. know it's going to turn into something, man. But, uh, yeah, for sure. For I dig sure. that dude. You got like a, I like your, I like your vibe. You have like that optimistic, like I'm just going to make it. You have like an action first vibe. It's not like you're in contemplation. Like you're just doing it. 
Oh my god, I go crazy if any thought comes to my head and I don't do it. Almost to a fall. Like I'm just all over the place. Like sometimes I need to just go home and chill. Like yeah. I'm trying to be in eight cities at the same time. I'm trying to play basketball while I'm trying to go out. I'm 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 doing I'm doing too many things at once. But you're right, man. I am all about just doing it because I get an antsy feeling if I feel like I'm not getting better at any specific point, you know? And that says a lot about you, man. That that shows that you you'll find a way to succeed anyway. But I definitely get that vibe from you. Just like I'll just do it. I'm gonna figure it out along the way. Way and right. just taking action the whole time, which I, I like. So, my man, I'll let you go soon. Um, what do you wish you could tell your younger hoop self or your younger self? This is one of my favorite questions because for me, Mind Body Hoops is a way for me to share what I kind of wish I knew while playing basketball competitively and then while transitioning out of the sport. Do you have anything that you wish you could tell your younger self, your younger hoop self, anything like that? To be honest, not really, because I don't have any regrets, because with the information I had at the time, I did as much as I could with it. Mm-hmm. Do I know more information now that I could have might that could have helped me back then? Probably, but that information wasn't even out back then, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really don't have any regrets or anything I could tell my former self. Like, I really wouldn't do anything differently in my life, to be perfectly honest. That's dope. Is- that's yeah. dope. And I, I don't yeah. mean to say that, you know, it has to be regret filled, but that's just dope to hear your perspective. That's that's kind of how you live, bro. Like you've had an awesome come up to get where you are now. Right. And, and you kind of live in a way that you're just like, like, I, like I said before, you're action oriented and that and living in that way definitely breeds no regrets. So I like that. And we're just getting started, man. We're just getting started. I like that. <laughs> Well, dope, man. That's all I uh, all I got for you today. I'm going to let you go, but I appreciate you hopping on, my man. Oh, anytime, man. If, if you want me on, I'm always here. I'm a Skype call away. I never did this over Skype before, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so where can, yeah, be, at, where, can be, where can people find you, my man? Uh, one Two Combo on Instagram, O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-L. I got Twitter and YouTube and all that. I got to get more active on that stuff, but Instagram's the best way, and definitely follow my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Combos Court. That's C-O-M-B-O-S-C-O-U-R-T. Rate, review, subscribe, listen to it, man. We have some really good guests coming up and some really good episodes, man. So appreciate you having me, Max. No worries. I like that. I like that outro with the MC style you got. You're a killer on the mic, man, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You just get better with time, you know? Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> there it is, episode 35. Hope you enjoyed the show. Shouts to Max from Mind Body Hoops Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment. Please share this episode with your friends. Be on the lookout for episode 36. Combo out.